Welcome to Under the Radar, a show about independent iOS app development. I'm Marco Arment. And I'm David Smith. Under the Radar is never longer than 30 minutes, so let's get started. So this last week, um, I, was it last week? I don't even know what, what is time. Um, recently, <laughs> I, I submitted a, a big, a, a substantial update to uh, WatchSmith, my kind of like super, super customizable uh, Apple Watch application. Um, and it sort of brought to the end uh, like a period of, of work that has been um, certainly unique in, in not for a good way that, that, you know, sort of recently where it's like, I think it's a good update. I've spent a lot of time, probably about three or four months of work. Um, working on it, but, and I was, and it, you know, it, I'm, I'm proud of the work that I was able to do, but man, the actual process of getting it done and get, bringing it to this point was rough. And I think it is easy and I think common in kind of the social media podcast, whatever kind of these kind of communication things that you very often kind of like hear, you hear the, the good. And you sort of hide the the bad. And this is the classic thing of like, you'll see, it's like when you see some, you only see people on Instagram, like being happy and on vacation and everything's wonderful. You don't see the, you know, the tears, um, when everyone's crying in the long road trip, when the car, you know, the car gets a flat tire and things like that's just, it's, it, there's a, there's a lack of, um, sort of balance to a lot of those things. And I think that's often the case. And this particular update for me was something that I think was very difficult. And I think there's certainly given broadly where we are um, in the world and what's going on. It was something that I think it's, it was a topic that I think is good for us to talk about and something to just sort of be transparent about that. It isn't always good and happy. And sometimes updates don't go the way you want them to. And sometimes the process of getting there and our ability to work, our ability to focus, like, um, can be impacted by so many things. And for me recently, obviously like this is about a year into you know, a global pandemic that has created tremendous amounts of anxiety, uncertainty, um, and complexity into our lives. And, you know, it sort of creates a huge number of mental health challenges and just even just sort of attention challenges of knowing what to think about and not having the sense, like being able to close out the world and focus in on some code. It's like, sometimes that's great. And sometimes it's like, I love it. And it's this welcome escape. That's really cool to kind of be able to you know, like if I can get into that place, it's wonderful to shut out the world and what's going on. Um, but sometimes it's just like painfully frustrating. And I'm just like trying to like, I'm just sitting there in Xcode trying to do something. And I just can't because my mind's racing around um, thinking about other things. So yeah, it's like, that's sort of where I am. But I think it's something that's important for us to talk about. Yeah, totally. I mean, I, I think there's there's a, a few different angles on this. Obviously, I mean, first of all, like you know, starting with with the Watchsmith. First of all, congratulations on a big new release. That's that's important. <laughs> Thank you. Um, you know, I, it, it is important to celebrate when we have big releases. I learned that from you, <laughs> like sure. you know, because you know we've we've talked in the past, um, you know, both on and off the air about like trying to like when we ship a, a major new version or the first version of a new app, like to to actually try to like take time out and celebrate our achievement because we're doing all these non or intangible things that have no like real world representation really and so if you can like congratulate yourself somehow uh you know whatever that means for you you know celebrating with your family or whatever like that's important and so you know but anyway so congratulations on on that and i think part of a motivational challenge even outside of the context of a global pandemic which i'll get to next but even outside of the context of that dealing with like shipping uh, a major update as opposed to a major 1.0 the updates never get the attention the 1.0 gets they never have the reward 
or the feeling of completion that the 1.0 gets. And they usually the, – the amount of attention they get usually does not reflect the amount of effort that you had to put into it um, because by definition, as an app goes through its life cycle and, and matures, the kind of work you have to do gets like – less flashy and more boring to typically over time it's like you know you have to like tackle technical debt or um you know like st- stability or quality problems or usability problems and those kind of things usually don't really have like massive wow factor for the users it's more of you're you're more like taking away problems or making things 20 percent better or something but that's that's very different than like the big bang wow factor of something that that's brand new or like a, a major you know, a major new feature you might have one or two of those in the release but you know most of the time that you spent on the release is probably doing other stuff and so that that's definitely a problem of like you know the motivational crash but i think you know looking at the the bigger picture here of the world we're in right now you know we've we've both been fortunate enough not to have lived through any of the major world wars they they predated us and we've been fortunate enough to not have any like major warfare happening in the places we live um that's you know we're, we're very fortunate from that um yeah. and and i think the feelings that we all have now during covid and during this year of constant anxiety and and turmoil I would venture a guess feels like a small war. Like it's not sure. it's it's different in a lot of ways obviously. Um and it's not as bad in a lot of ways obviously. But I think you can kind of trace like the the general mood of the society and and like the the kind of like constant baseline stress level. I think again I don't think it's as bad as a war, but I think I think it it is in like the foothills of those mountains of like you know it's it's the same kind of feelings. And yeah, to have that kind of anxiety for a year, and but it, and it's not over yet. <laughs> you know, it's it's yeah. it's been a little over a year, roughly. But you know, and but we're not. And, and I think the I think the end is in sight. Uh, but it's not over yet. To have that for this long, I think it messes you up. And, and you know, I as bad as I am about talking about wars, I'm even worse as a uh, psychologist. But <laughs> but I think. I think it certainly messes with our brain chemistry and, and our and our mood and our like just our mental health in to a large degree um, to the point where like you know like when you when you have massive adrenaline flowing for some reason I mean, if something scares you or makes you nervous or makes you excited afterwards you get this big crash and you get really just tired and exhausted <laughs> because your body just dumped all that adrenaline into your system and during the stressful thing and now you're now you just have none left you have no energy left to give. I think to a large degree that's happening to us. Like we have, we've had a year of low level to mid level anxiety. And even if you set aside all the disruption, which we'll get to next, (laughs) but just, just the anxiety about it alone, having a year of that is, you know, just depleting us of so much of our energy and our ability to focus and do anything non-essential. It's certainly, you know, it's certainly going to have a lot of mental health ramifications for a lot of people for a long time. And it's very hard to see that like when you're in it. But like once once the adrenaline starts fading and we start solving things like I think a lot of us want to, you know, once widespread vaccination has been achieved, which I think we're actually very, very impressively on the way to, at least in the U.S. But, you know, once once that has been achieved, I think 
there's we're gonna have like two conflicting feelings we're gonna be like first of all we're gonna want to like go to a restaurant and go party with our friends and you know do all those things go on vacation whatever but i think we're also just gonna be so exhausted from the crash after all this stress and i I think it's important to expect that and to forgive ourselves for that in advance if it hasn't happened yet um because that's gonna happen and we're, we're stuck with that no matter what yeah and that's that's a part of our process. That's a part of us coming down from this awful period when we when we can finally relax about it. And all of that is compounded and made much worse by the massive amount of lifestyle disruption and work disruption that this has also caused. You know, most of our kids haven't been in school. Uh, mo- many of us have increased workloads or increased burdens because of the changes that have been you know put in place by society you know we're probably doing all or most of our work in the home uh, those of us who are lucky enough to still have work um, you know many people are facing financial problems many people are just very stressed and very you know cooped up in their homes they're you know putting pressure on their families on their relationships they're if they have kids then you have the school situation to deal with which is a huge thing uh, and so there's all this like additional stress, all the additional overhead, and all of this has made it so hard to work for the last year for so many people. That hasn't escaped us either. You know, we're app developers. We're you know we're very fortunate that we can do this job from home most of the time, and it's fine. And and uh, and that and this and that the app development market seemingly mostly wasn't hurt, and like as a as like a, a market demand factor by all this, but all those factors still affect us. All those mental health and and pragmatic factors and the just like your changing environment that all still affects us, and you know it affects people in different ways depending on their situation and and their mental health and everything. But you know you and I are not immune to this. I have had a terrible year for productivity, and I think that's okay. You know if you look back at major you know world problems and everything. Nobody looks back at the time they were alive during a war and says, wow, I wish I had gotten more work done that year. Sure. You can't focus on that. You, and in retrospect, you realize like, oh, that doesn't really matter. Like we just had to get through it and hope everyone gets through it okay. Like, and that's – I think that's how this is. We're getting through this year. We've, we've gotten through year one. Hopefully there isn't a year two. And you know, it's – we all have just – we have to give, give each other a break and – Cut, cut, cut each other some slack and realize everyone's going through a, a, an increased stress time and hopefully come out of it okay. And so looking back on the year for, for you and for me, like I've gotten way less done than I wanted to, way less. But I also have to realize like I have to forgive myself because this was not normal. This is you know possibly a once-in-a-lifetime kind of year. It's okay to have gotten very little done and it's okay to have now – to have a huge amount of trouble getting yourself into work mode because I'm the same way. I, I still now have a huge amount of trouble working. I have so much trouble focusing and getting myself started and plowing through anything of any complexity. You know, but I have to just realize, like, you know what? Cut myself some slack and forgive myself. Yeah, and I think what's, what's so – sometimes I think the hardest part for me is that sense of because what you and I do is – like ostensibly very straightforward in the sense that I, I like I go to I go, I go and I sit down at a computer 
and I like push some buttons. Like that, that's what my job is in, in terms of it's not, diff, it's not like physically difficult or physically demanding. Um, and it's like, it's all in my head, right? It's that's, and I think that's where so often sort of the kind of mental and cog, sort of cognitive challenges are, are, are so, but we can, it's so easy for me to be hard on myself about them because it feels like it should be, it's like, well, why well, can't I just focus? And you just kind of like, it's like want to will yourself to do it because in many ways it is an act of will. Like it's coming from your, you know, from, from my brain. But I think that makes it kind of in some, you know, it's like, but that's where the challenge is because the, most of the, dif- the difficulty that I felt this past year, um, is not physical, thankfully, you know, in terms of it, it's not the, you know, the nature of what, what has happened to me is that I've had to stay home and be worried. Um, like, and that's physically fine. Like in terms of, I, I'm just as healthy, you know, I'm as healthy as I was a year ago for the most part. Um, but in terms of mental health, it's like all of the, all of the difficulty and all of the challenges is, 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 you know, up in my brain. And it's, it makes me think of in a way that's like how, if I was running, if I just like went out my door right now and just started running, like I could run for a while probably, um, before at some point I'll just like fall over and um, I'll kind of reach the end or I'll have to start walking or whatever that is. And I feel like in some ways for me, probably, and I felt this weird in a weird way more in the, maybe the last three months when I was working on Watchsmith than I did in the preceding nine months. Um, it's like, I just hit that point where suddenly like I had to go from, from running to walking that would, for whatever reason, I, my brain was just like, no, I can't, um, I can't keep, I can't keep doing this. Like I just need to sort of like, you know, throttle back and take it easy. Um, and it's a weird feeling because it's like at the same time, I know, like, it's like, I, I know what it is to be productive. I know what it is to be able to put myself into the zone and be working, you know, at, at, with great productivity and with great creativity. And I know what that feels like. And, um, I think in some ways knowing what that feels like, um, makes it hard when it's, when it's something I, that isn't there, that, that isn't this thing that I feel like I can just, um, sort of reach for. And it's like to belabor my metaphor, it's that sense of if I'd gone and just run a marathon and then someone says, you know, it's like now, oh, it's like, okay, you know, I, I need you to just run for another hundred yards. It's like, I'd, like I'd want to try and I feel like I probably could, but I would have to be way slower or I'd only be able to run for 50 yards before I just like, no, I'm at the end. And it's that sense of, it isn't that I, I don't know how or that I couldn't run, but it's like, I've just, that capacity is sort of spent in some ways. And it's a really complicated thing when it's just, and it feels like it's just, it's just, it's just in your, it's just in your brain. Like I should just be able to, you know, sort of turn it on or turn it off. Um, there's nothing physically wrong with me, but it's the, that's a, that challenge of mental health, I think, where it's like motivation and especially I think creativity um, is something too, where it's like I can, I feel like I'm in a place where I can do the mechanical parts of my job reason, with, with reasonable sort of consistency that there are parts of what I do that are like when I'm just like doing my accounting, you know, I just need to go in and I need to download my, you know, transactions from my bank and put it into my QuickBooks file and like do this, the stuff like it's very mechanical. Like that, that, those things are feel fine, but it's the things that I need to be creative with. And I need to like, you know, like this morning I was dealing with this weird, one of those weird edge case bugs where I was hitting a limit, um, in iOS, I need to work out a way around it. And it's like coming up with a creative solution to work around a, a bug is often something that I love is often something that I think I, you know, like part of what makes me good at my job is being good at coming, coming up with weird, you know, sort of sideways solutions to problems. 
And it was really interesting where it's just like, it's like, I feel like I'm doing this with a, you know, it's like I'm doing that running, but we're running it with like a weight vest on. Like it's just harder to do it and everything just feels um, sort of more challenging than it. I, I know that it can feel. Um, and so it's like, it's just a, a tough place to be. We're brought to you this week by Spokes, a communications agency. If you have a brilliant idea that you think is going to change the world, Spokes knows that whether you're pitching investors or selling products or services, a compelling story is the difference between your business struggling or thriving. In a crowded market, the best story wins, and Spokes helps you tell your best story. Spokes gives lean and hungry businesses the boost of a full-service media agency at a scale that works for you, communication services within your budget. Their founding team has decades of experience in tech, news, government, public relations, and marketing. They can amplify your story so your business can go to new places. So if you're the next college kid who forgets a thumb drive on your way out the door leading to an idea to sync files in the cloud that will revolutionize the way we use computers or something like that, whatever you're doing, Spokes will polish and promote your story. So go to spokes.agency, and Spokes is spelled S-P-O-X. So spokes spox dot agency slash radar 21 and mention this podcast for a 25 percent discount that's spokes dot agency slash radar 21 and mention under the radar for a 25 percent discount our thanks to spokes agency for their support of this show and all of relay fm so yeah i think you know what you just said about like you know kind of like starting up and kind of stalling or it's too it's an increased load like i felt a lot of that too in a combination of like the time that we're working in right now and also like where I'm at with Overcast right now. You know, in addition to all the burden of the world and of, you know, whatever, you know, home, you know, increased difficulties and overhead and stuff like that, um, I'm at a place in Overcast where like it's a mature app and I want to do big things with it. And the big things I want to do often require making large under the hood changes or things like server work that are just like huge motivation uh, killers or at least they they dramatically increase the the cost or the burden of making a change you know and, and i went through a bunch of server migrations earlier this spring which as we talked about some of which were pretty rough and that's a that's a motivation killer um a lot of the things i want to do require me to bring my old code base into new languages or new APIs, and that requires a ton of work. Um, a lot of what I want to do is prohibitive because I have a large existing app with a large existing user base. And like there are certain changes that I'd be interested in making or trying, but because it's, it's it would be pretty different from what I have now, and that would just anger so many people. And, and I've seen other podcast apps like try to make certain changes and they do not they, like they get raked over the coals for it because sure. you know podcast has become part of someone's major daily workflow and when you when you change the way they work even if you think it's a change for the better there's going to be a large portion of your user base who disagrees and so i'm i'm like in addition to the world's burden right now a lot of the things that i've tried to do have either been like spinning my wheels or it's like starting in fifth gear you try to do something and you're just like oh no to do this i have to do all of that first <laughs> and then so you rip out all that or you, you make some giant migration or you refactored all the stuff or whatever it is and at the end of the day then i have an update that took me four months to write and it has like no new features <laughs> yeah. and that's that's also very hard for motivation um so you know for me it's been you know, the combination of, of the world and that. And 
as part of my ability to try to, or as part of my efforts to try to deal with the world, I have made changes to my life to prioritize my own mental and physical health more than before. So on the mental side, I moved to the beach. I'm so happy here. Like winter is usually very hard for me. I get very depressed in the winter. I, I, I'm really not a winter person. This winter was not so bad because I love it here. And it's different. And winter's better here. And it's still winter. It's still really cold. But I just like this place a lot more. And there's, you know, the conditions are a little bit different, a little more mild, a lot more sun. You know, so it, it was just a very pleasant winter for me. And being at the beach now and being here in this fall and the spring, it's it's amazing that, you know, this place that I would only be able to be at due to school uh, for two months a year. And I would wait all the other 10 months. I was like counting down the days to those two months. And now I'm just here all the time. And I couldn't be happier about that. Um, that being said, being at the beach makes certain things harder. My mail doesn't come to my house. I have to go to the post office every couple of days and pick it up because of where we are. It's like it's a it's an odd place. And you know, packages, same thing. Like I have to like I have to like walk a wagon to a boat that's a half mile away. <laughs> And then walk it back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that, that's how I get packages. Like, so you know, certain parts of the life have overhead. If I want to go grocery shopping in the middle of winter, I have to go walk that half mile with a wagon, go onto a boat for 45 minutes, and then get into my car, drive somewhere, go shopping, go back to the car, put everything in the wagon, bring it back to the boat, come back. It's like, so like certain things take way more overhead. And so certain common errands take more time. But I'm also happier. And then on the, on the like physical health side, I've increased my workouts. You know, I'm, I'm I'm now doing them more days a week than I was before with a trainer, and and I'm trying to get more exercise in in other ways as well. And I'm trying to eat healthier and cook more and go out to restaurants less, which that's not hard right now, but <laughs> you know, like in general. And so, you know, all of those things take time, and those blow little holes in the day. And in addition, you know, all the regular COVID stuff. There's lots of holes blown in my day anyway for just things like, oh, we have this this need and we have to go get, you know, a test or the vaccine, thank God, or, you know, whatever. Or, you know, we there's been a scare at school and so they shut down the school for a few days and, you know, then we, got, then we have to deal with that and deal with homeschool stuff. So it's – there's all these little holes being punched throughout the day as a result of either the, the world we live in right now or of my own efforts to make myself physically or mentally happier to get through all this. But all of those come at the cost of work time. Those all come especially at the cost of contiguous blocks of work time. So I might have four hours in the middle of a day to work, but it has 10 holes punched in those four hours. <laughs> and so it's hard to get into any kind of like big coding job. So that's all been adding up for me. And, and it's made it a really hard year. And sometimes I, I do really feel guilt about that. I feel, I feel like I, I should have gotten more done this year. And I feel a lot of pressure uh, from mostly from myself i mean my users are very kind and mostly are not pressuring me but it's mostly just myself pressuring myself like i i feel like i should have gotten a lot more done i feel like i should be getting more done now and i, I always feel like i'm working on the wrong thing but the time to work on the right thing never seems to come yeah no and i feel like it's the same way i mean I, I, it's weird like i have the like I, I, I put a lot of like a uh, burden on myself because in a weird way like i feel like my reputation is that I'm super productive and I'm like, miss, you know, Mr. Productivity launched 56 apps. Like that's who I am. And I think so like when I'm not productive, I often feel like doubly I put on myself that I'm like, who, you know, it's like, who are you? Like what kind of a, like, like, you know, you're, you're, you're the guy who's supposed to be able to 
you know, it's like make all the things and you're not able to do that. And it's like, I definitely put that on myself. It's not like other people, other people are telling me that, but it's, it's hard. And, but yeah. And then like all the things we, it's like, I've been trying very hard to be consistent with working out or be consistent with a lot of the other things that I think are just, I know are important for right now to, um, and then that are honestly are also helpful with things like mental health that I think I, I'm confident that I, I feel better and my mental health is better when I work out more or when I eat better and, um, sleep better, like all those things that are easy to kind of let slip. But I know that it's like, it's that consistently showing up to those things. Um, and even if some days it's like my workout is not great or my workout is just like, I'm here and I'm doing something and I'm not doing nothing. Um, and it's like being able to hopefully just, I think I've gotten better at being like, that's okay. Like for a while I would, would want to like, if I'm going to work out, I want to feel like I worked out. And it's like, now I'm, it's like, I want to work out. I just want to do it. And I feel like in some ways where I, the weird thing I found with work, and this is not like, it's like, I have a solution. It's like, I have, this is a strategy that sometimes is helpful, which I realized in, in most things in life, it's really all we have is like a series of strategies that are sometimes helpful. Um, and it's like, all I have is it's like, just keep showing up. Like that, that that's really all we can do is like to just, it's like, you just like, not in this, not in a slavish way, not in like, like some days I'm just like, I got, I don't, I don't have it today. And I just like get up and walk away and go for a walk outside or whatever it is. Um, but in a sense that it's like, you just got to keep like keeping, keeping trying. It's like, sometimes it just gives yourself the opportunity that sometimes you'll, you'll, you'll get into the, you'll get into the. That you'll you'll hit it right for whatever reason things will align and you'll be able to get some good work done and you can celebrate that and be glad of it and sometimes you won't and sometimes you just have to forgive yourself for that and just like be flexible but it's like all i've all i've been able to find in the last year is that sense of it's like if you just keep showing up it's it's better than um that than giving up i guess and like that works in the same way with you know with so many parts of our lives and that's sort of the only thing that I've found to kind of get me through in some ways is that that sort of that feeling that if I can keep showing up, then it'll get better. And it's like the outside world will hopefully get better, that my work will get better. Like my motivation, your mo- your motivation, it's like it's, it's it's unlikely to be like this forever, right? Like this is, I think it's in some ways the strange thing of like you and I have both been in, you know, independent developers for, I mean, it's, it's de- you know, a decade or something. And I've, like I've gone through these cycles for, you know, there have been periods where it's like things are going great. There have been periods when things are going really not so great. And it's like, it's more, the longer a perspective that you have, I think a better sense of uh, the cyclical, cyclical nature of these things definitely uh, becomes more visible. Yeah. And then finally, to close out this week, I, or this two weeks, I'd like to maybe give like a public service announcement. How how all of us are feeling right now, you know, all of us out there, we've we've had our own burdens and stresses and challenges throughout this time. Everyone has had burdens and challenges and stresses throughout this time. And so when you are dealing with someone else, when you are when someone else when you need someone else to do something for you, whether it's like, you know, somebody who needs to do work for you or somebody who like you're waiting on something from them or even your bosses or whoever it might be that like you know other people in your family other any other people you deal with in your life cut everyone some slack right now and continue cutting them some slack for a while (laughs) like a year at least (laughs) Um, because we're all exhausted we're all stressed we're all tired we've all gone through a lot of you know stuff during this and so try to give everyone a break around you because they're whatever you've been faced with, you know they've they've had their own stuff too, 
and every and just and everyone's trying the best we can and just kind of in general like cut society some slack right now and you know lay off of people as much as you can give people a break give people slack give people the benefit of the doubt because everyone needs that right now and and i hope for for your sake everyone out there i hope everyone does that for you and i certainly hope that that we can you know help guide everyone in that direction yeah I mean, kind, kindness and respect never go out of style so yeah exactly now the the real controversial thing is i think we should be giving people that kind of slack all the time but you know we'll save that we'll save that discussion for another time <laughs> turns out you know kindness and compassion and giving people a break and assuming the best instead of the worst of people that's actually kind of good all the time <laughs> but well i know that that's a reach for a lot of people so we'll start with in the wake of a global pandemic give people a break <laughs> we'll move we'll move into the you know kindness forever angle a, a different time after people have cut us a break on this one <laughs> yeah well it's like hope, hope if this was helpful to you i think like it was a little group group therapy session for uh for, for me and uh, maybe from you too marco yeah it helped like, for us. If, 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 if that's what it was for you then that, know that you're not alone because i think that's also helpful um it makes me think of like the line at the end of it's like you know it's like the, the worst it, it, yeah, it's like being alone is is far worse than just being you know having going through something difficult is, is always bad but going through it um, alone is doubly so oh yes yes so anyway we're here for you everyone and uh, best of luck getting through all this care for yourself care for others and we will talk to you in two weeks bye